What's going on, guys? This is Frank Freaking Wolf from the Vera Podcast. If you wish to catch the podcast live, please follow twitch.tv slash frankfreakingwolf. Hosted every Friday, 9.30 PST. You don't have to subscribe, but if you do, I'm grateful for the money that's well spent on me. Enjoy the show. Vera Podcast episode 32. We have Zenoyman, you know. Again, dude, I get criticized if I said... If I say Zenoyman. Neumann is how you would say it in Germany. But yeah. In America or North America, we would say Newman. Yeah, dude. It's like Solid Green Day was like, dude, you pronounce it Zenoyman? It's like, dude, you're capping, man. Did I said it. It's in German, okay? You're in NA. I don't even care. But that's how you pronounce it in German. So, you know, it depends. You know, EU greater than that's NA awesome. anyway. That's the proper EU way to say it, but yeah, North America, you would say Newman. Yeah. Most people don't know that in Germany, they say it differently. Yep. And then, also, we got... American parents. N.A., man. I'm (laughs) telling you. N.A. Also, on on my right, uh, we have first-timer, but, like, dude, I'm telling you, it's his... Dude, I think I've made you eat two... No, three raw eggs already. And then yeah. the, the cyan pepper wasn't me. Okay. The cyan pepper wasn't me. It was Yeah, that was Bishop, dude. Yeah. I was like, yo. Did are are you on Grievy stream? And it was like he sent me like bunch of like pictures with your mouth like <laughs> it was crazy, dude. It, it was it was the a good Greek stream, yogurt. Though. I mean yeah. come. <laughs> yeah, I-, I was going to make an emote, but like, nah, no, I don't think so. But yeah, Grievous, by the way. So yeah, there you go. So yo, before anything else, did let's. You guys want to like start really uh chill. Uh, Zen Zen dude, I saw you streaming yesterday. It's actually pretty good. Was I streaming yesterday? <laughs> you were you were playing like this tactical military game, and uh, you were yeah, yeah, yeah. you're asking yeah. somebody if you want to pick red something or blue something, and I was there. So yeah, yeah. It, it basically, um, uh, you play as like Cold War factions, like Soviet or uh, NATO forces. Nice. It's 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 all military strategic. That's kind of what I do. I play a lot of RTS, a lot of it, a disturbing amount of RTS. Dude, I mean, I don't know. RTS is still a thing, but I might, for fuck's sakes, I'm ah. Uh, I mean, we have to declare this as explicit anyway. But dude, I might actually download Fortnite. I can't believe that I'm <laughs> actually doing this. Like, have you tried it with the new building? No, dude, dude, dude. Like, so basically, and hear me out, right? Fortnite, you know, I won't necessarily say that it's like the first ever game I touch in my PS4, you know. By the way, if you have a PS4, that's good. P- PS5 doesn't make you a good person. It's just like, you know, you have a PS5. Okay. I, I don't know ever, anyone's opinion, but like, sure. So, that's kind of like the game that I grinded, because it felt to me that, honestly, 
it just felt to me that there was a point in my life where Fortnite was actually poggers. Like, no, no actual kidding. It was actually poggers. So, you know, that's kind of... kind of got ruined for me because I played in the beta and then everyone found out about it. And then I was just like, I don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah. Dude, like, I mean, I played beta 2, right? I played beta 2. I personally think that the beta was fun and that this whole thing about, like, you know, building and shit was fun in BR, but, like, honestly, Fortnite was actually poggers, and I actually want to try it, not because, you know, like, I want to play with, like, you know, Grievous or, like, any other person, but I actually just want to test, let's say, you know, I haven't really played a lot of things on stream, so if I got bored at Lost Ark, you know, maybe I'll try Fortnite out, you know? I can't believe I was yeah, trying to branch say. out. Yeah, because I hear me out. So if you guys know Jay Buki and Nard Club, I played with I played Apex with them, right? And let's be honest, that wasn't a fun time because shit, we are, dude. I'm bot fragging, not just bot fragging bot damaging and literally i wasn't even doing anything to like be alive in the game and you know who i was playing i was like i forgot which character it was but it had heals like the lifeline yeah basically it's like i could make the most useful character useless (laughs) that's how bad i am in apex so i don't know buddy like man we'll see we'll see Apex is like a learning curve too, man. Like, it's different than most of the battle royales. Yeah. Like, just because time to kill is just so like long. You know what I mean? So mm. you have to you have to play differently. I feel. Yeah, it's it's different because some people want to like play aggressively as possible, whereas I'm okay. I'm a controlled kind of player, but. I have controlled aggression, you know what I mean? But, I, you know, I would go in there if I needed to. So, yeah. Uh, Anyway, so let's start with another story. So, how was your beat, guys? Like, did you guys do anything spectacular or anything, you know, anything awesome aside from... I went to a large, like anime comic-con kind of convention over the weekend it was kind of nice to have some normalcy back again mm. anime four thousand people packed into it into a you know hotel convention center nice how was it it was pretty good it was, it was fun it was nice to have something large like that back again where you can go to like panels with voice actors and um you know retro arcade gaming and stuff like that that you can't get anywhere else yeah was that your first time getting out since the pandemic no um at that scale yes but not my first time getting out but um something like a huge event like that it it was it was kind of surreal it was a lot very different yeah like i haven't been to an event since the pandemic so like when 
like ha, yeah how's that feel is it just does it feel scary in a way does it feel like uh taboo or does it <laughs> like how does it feel because i know it, it it must be different now i mean there were precautions like they required everyone to be vaccinated and you still had to wear a mask and stuff like that so that was kind of oh yeah um i think but it, it did feel kind of reassuring that we're hopefully almost over the curve yeah um and back to a sense of normalcy i i think it felt relieving actually uh, to be able to do something like that again yeah, um, yeah. it's kind of awkward the first day but then by the second day i was like no nah, this is awesome <laughs> yeah yeah. This yeah i haven't been in a convention in a while i'll be honest yeah me too like or even like a concert or something yeah, like, yeah. You know what i mean <laughs> dude i haven't been on a even a live show and yeah. i've been to hockey games and stuff like that but yeah nothing like a huge convention yeah nice like i'm so i i'm a guy that you know if my friends are playing on a live music event, I'd actually go, right? I'm, I'm a person who's down, you know, fuck it, let's go. You know, it, it's a rock thing, let's go. It's an EDM thing, let's go, right? But honestly, right now, I was like, dude, should I actually go? Should I actually not go? Is there any, you know, is there any kind of like, not necessarily like precaution that I need to do, but, you know, sometimes it's Just actually... the risk of the people that you're in contact with on yeah. the daily. If you feel that you might be a, a, at risk of inflicting pain onto somebody else that you personally know or something like that, then I wouldn't go. If, yeah, yeah. you know, everyone in your family, for the most part, is healthy and fine, then go for it and get out there. Like, stop, stop going through that uh, seclusion and insan- insanity. Um it's almost like uh, COVID's going to really push a lot of uh, institutionalization on people in a sense where yeah. it's like you're, you're so used to just staying inside and following orders. And it's like going out and having fun is not allowed. Yeah. I right. f- but no, go out, have fun. I would, but the problem with me is if a person doesn't wear necessarily a mask, or it's not kind of like mandatory in the area then you know i mean you're drinking right if you're drinking you know that's fine if you're smoking that's fine if you're vaping that's fine if an event like i don't really care but if you're not necessarily doing anything then i don't know man we'll see but yeah grievous how how's streaming man it's been good dude um just playing a lot of apex doing a lot of reactions all that shit so yeah. Uh. By the way, like, am I allowed to cuss? By yeah. the way, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're you're fine. You're fine. Okay. I declare it as sure. explicit because you know, just because. <laughs> if yeah. you cuss, just feel free to be yourself. That's the only thing that I, you know, yeah. Okay. Cool. Because yeah, I I cuss like crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> please do. Please do. I, um, I, I love. But yeah, it's been it's been awesome, dude. We're hitting a lot of goals. You know, eating a lot of cayenne pepper, r- raw eggs, all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, how's streams been for you, Frank? Dude, stream for me, I, I, I streamed one. No, yesterday, Thursday, and Friday, and today, basically. So, 
and basically, you know, everyone's talking shit to me that I'm basically a two-hour streamer right now. Because <laughs> who cares? Hey, no, dude, dude, dude. I'll be honest. I can only stream for like two hours. Okay, I can only stream for like two hours. Anything longer or anything near like the five. Okay, I can do five hours, but it has to be that I'm off. Because if I'm not off, my energy gets drained. Okay, that's why, dude, that's why I give props to like Grievous and other people who can actually do it consistently live. Because, dude, me, I, dude, I really can't. Because, you know, I mean, number one, job wise, of course. Number two, sometimes you can only do so much on a stream that you know because to me right i mean lost ark is a thing but like i can only grind the game so much when you know you don't have anything to do in mmos or maybe there's a lot of things to do but i don't know how to do them because it's mmos right and mmos are basically the same things that you know pretty much uh depends mmos can vary yeah it usually depends on like I think, you know, there there's some things that I wish I could do and there's some things that I wish there's like, you know, possibly I could you know, I could possibly search for, but yeah. That's pretty much like streaming for me in a nutshell. Rack Andy in like one and a half hours and then lost arc for like thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah. Sometimes fuck. it's like that, man. Like, you, you'll do something and you'll think you've been doing it all night, like for four hours or something. You look over at your stream up time; it's been two. You're like, "Yep, I think I think that's a sign to call it." Yeah, <laughs> even I though it's only been two. Time to do sixteen hour streams, I would do it if I had that much time. I'd, I'd stream for like twenty hours a day. I'd go full degen. True. Yeah. Six, it's hard to find the time, especially when you're working full time and stuff. Uh, there's been some streams I've done for like 20 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 20 hours is usually one of the things that I would usually do. Um, but I mean, technically speaking, I wish that I'm able to, you know, commit to like streaming a lot because it drains a lot of my energy. And I have an ADHD brain, so, you know, I mean, I could talk a lot, but, you know, it's really fast. You know what I mean? I almost feel like you need ADHD to stream for 20 hours, though, because then it forces you to concentrate on all kinds of different things. And then, like, you're not playing the same thing for 20 hours straight and, and getting burnt out. You're, you're, you're jumping, you're doing, like, four hours on one thing, four hours on another or something like that, and you're breaking it up in the sessions. Yeah, and I felt, you know, usually when I do that, you know, it felt really, really crazy that, you know, I'm just playing games. But yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily look at viewer count sometimes. So yeah, I said sometimes, you know, maybe I'm conscious, maybe I'm not. But yeah, dude, let's jump into like a topic that I kind of really want to ask Grievous. What? How did you start streaming, or when? When kind of like did you start streaming? Like your streamer story, basically. Uh, okay. Um, 
Uh, I started streaming like in 20, like 2014, 2015. Um, and I just really wanted to do it because I was watching like all the big streamers and everything, right? Yeah. So I bought a PC, started streaming. And it, I wasn't getting a whole lot of viewership then. And I was just like playing a lot of League of Legends with the with the homies, getting fucked up <laughs> um, type of thing. So, like, I don't know. It wasn't much content other than me getting destroyed on League and then like rage quitting drunk or something. So, yep. um, and then I got like, uh, not blocked, but like, um, I just felt like, yeah, I got, I got blocked from my, my account for like years and finally got back to it. So I don't know. I didn't stream. I, I like stopped streaming for a while because I, I just, I wasn't having much fun with it. Plus I had work and stuff, mm. but now, um, in the past two years, it's been really consistent with it. So yeah, Dude, that's like, me. I mean, I find that all of people actually, you know, they actually start playing League. So, and, yeah. Okay, honestly, and this might sound crazy, but League isn't even that much of a bad game. Because, all. Okay, it sounds crazy, you know. What do you think, Zinuman? <laughs> <laughs> He's holding it. He's really holding it. <laughs> I mean, I personally think it's not a bad game. It's just the people that play it. It's it's like a land of people with like solid mental fortitude that when you're playing it, it's like, it, it sounds that you're okay, but you're not really okay. And you're not, you know, you're looking for some games that you want to play, but there, since there's nothing, it's just like, nah, dude, I'm out. Anyway. Lego feels like a chore. Yes. You know, it's all about, tick it's all about tick time tick response how fast can you click it's it's, imagine playing the same warcraft 3 mod map for you know 10 years yeah yeah it's like for for me and i'll be honest i only streamed one no i streamed twice league of legends and dude league of legends is number one i won't necessarily say it's a bad game but dude the time that i spent with it was so long i've been playing it since i've been in college basically so that was 2009 i guess that game's been out for a long ass time yeah beta the ace dude yeah, and, and if you played the original Dota mod, you've been playing it even longer. Yep. Dang, I haven't been playing it that long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. So you know, I mean, to me, you know, it's not that it's not that much of a bad game. It's just the people that play it. So yeah, so people then, are definitely toxic, man. Ah, one hundred percent. It's like I I want to compare it to like Apex. Dude, Apex is a different kind of like breed of toxicity. Yeah. It's like a really different kind of gamers, you know, and different kind of gamer words. <laughs> you know. 
I don't know, man. He even plays yeah. off Apex anyway, so he knows. I, I I stay away from toxic communities for the most part nowadays anymore. That's why I play RTS. No, there's really not much shit talking that goes on. Interesting. And when you get older, you just like stop talking shit back too, right? <laughs> it's yeah. like I've been through this, like, man. That's cool, kid. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Ba- basically, it's like that where you feel you feel that you know League is an actual good game, but Good luck playing it, right? So, yeah. Um, what else? I mean, so aside from like streaming Apex and then, like, is there anything that you actually do on the stream? Like, and any like different things? Yo, Bishop, coming in big. I know. Yo, that's a juicer. I'll I'll think subs uh, later on. Like, I love you boys. Uh, I really, you know, I I love you guys. Thanks, thanks for everything. So yeah. Uh, I I feel like I don't do a whole lot different than most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I would say is like some sometimes my coding streams, but like, I'm not doing really anything unique there other than coding, right? <laughs> yeah. I want to do something unique with it where like the chat can interact. Uh, a little bit more like um, I don't know if you've what seen if you did, like a Twitch writes a program where it's just oh, chat code and yeah and like Twitch like, just makes this abominable program yeah that'd like, be fun like you know he he also codes in Java by the way Java and C so oh, if, if, I'm, I'm kidding so <laughs> if anyone doesn't know right so I'm an Android developer. <laughs> so so like two weeks ago okay two weeks ago you know somebody bailed out and like 30 minutes into like you know the day i was like i saw freaking zinuman you know online or yeah i think it was hours or i don't know but i i talked to him and said actually 30 minutes yeah 30 minutes i said yo zinuman are you busy it's like wanna go to a podcast and it's like who, who who's you know who's in there it's like yeah just the two of us you know just imagine right it's gonna be intimate no planning whatsoever i was like yeah i can just yeah. talk about tech for an hour that's fine yeah it's like you know I about content yeah i don't worry about content you know and then boom we've you know we talked a lot of like things linux stuff steam deck stuff which will get your opinion in in a while but like mm. you know we got into like coding and shit. So, and I saw you coding, and that's when we read you. And hence, I learned that the best, you know, languages is C and Java. And Bishop actually d- does that as well. So, you know, like, <laughs> you know, that that's what he that's what he uses in his UI, UI designs, dude. Anyway, yeah. What what's up with this meme, by the way? The Java and C meme. I like. I kind of understand it, but I don't. Because it's like the most hated programming languages of any programmer. Okay, yeah, true. Okay. Okay, I see your point. So, for a non-programmer like me, right, make me understand how much pain you guys go through when you when you do C or Java. 
Cock and ball torture. Like it's just really like the syntax, right? That's just fucking annoying. Because it's just like <laughs> it is like every symbol on your keyboard is put into the Java. It's like it's ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah. The syntax drives the me crazy. Is, is, the other thing is too is like even the the log outputs of uh you know java is like oh yeah you, there's an error in your code and it's just like it's probably around this line and then it's actually like 300 lines away from it yeah <laughs> yeah the cup yeah the compiler is pretty trash too yeah hey, did, you forgot a colon <laughs> or semicolon did i i wish it was you know more enjoyable than cock and ball torture but I don't know, man. It just depends. No, it's I guess. not that enjoyable. It's like the bad cock and ball torture. <laughs> like how how bad is it? Is it like the flaccid one where you just like stroke it like and then baseball bat of nails? Okay, that that wasn't <laughs> that, that wasn't what I was Make expecting. Make your hand bleed, type B. <laughs> that wasn't what I was expecting, but like, sure, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, with all with all that, right? So, I mean, there's like news that I kind of want to touch on, and you know, it. I got some news too. You know, touch on, dude. So, Firefox. I I I know about how you rank it, right? But like, you know, they unveil a new vision for web evolution, basically. So they're saying that. You know, the vision document covers that Mozilla would like to see outlines of work necessarily to achieve their goals. And they want to have like three basic values, openness, agency, and safety, right? And then they want to like extend the web, but do so safely. They want to like empower users, you know, quote unquote experiences. And they want like a first class web English experience to non-English speakers, which is like fine and all, and they're actually wanting to do like a pursuit of ambiguous, ambiguous. Oh, I don't even know what uh, what that language says. Ambiguous encryption of communication, you know, by securing all HTTP traffic. You know, nearing its end, and encryption needs to be retrofitted. So, dude, honestly, I don't know about how much you would rank Mozilla, but as like fellow, fellow, what, like I'm coding or anything, like what's, what's one thing that you would want to like either add or do for Mozilla to actually be the best, if not one of the best. Mozilla needs to just update their shit, to be honest. They're they had they've been stuck in this time warp for ten years and have added nothing new to the browser except updates to yeah. keep it running. Honestly, they their biggest problem is that they haven't done anything unique or different from the other browsers and they're losing a lot of their market share as a result. They did um Judas also talked about this recently they the Mozilla Foundation tweeted about uh, getting into crypto and then the, the founders got all pissed off and, and tweeted at Mozilla and asked them what the hell they're doing. Mm. Um and they pulled back on that. But Mozilla for the most part, yeah, it's 
they they really haven't done anything in 10 years um they have, for thunderbird or mozilla for uh, firefox or not matter yeah um it's been mostly the same program code for the last 10 years they haven't revamped their engines they haven't tried to optimize it to make it any faster they don't have a built-in vpn like opera does um they don't have the same extension store uh as like chrome does you know it's it's unfortunately a, a chromium world now and it's gonna be a while before i think anything comes in to undo that chrome's yeah. a fucking memory hog though and i hate it but that's where everything is yeah that's the only thing that i don't like about chrome is every i don't know how many minutes with you guys but like i think every hour i have to like you know refresh not refresh but like delete the cache and cookies and shit just so that you know i have actual space but i agree that it's been opera and chrome dominated region for the most part how about the, how about you grievous like is there anything that you would like to see on mozilla i'm using 40 yeah. gigs of ram right now <laughs> holy shit, holy shit. Yeah. i only do eight <laughs> I agree. Like I, I think I think Mozilla is great and all, but um, I think they need to update a lot of their technology. The the front end support isn't really even there. Um, like a lot of the times, I'll implement something uh, for a website, and I'll have to go back and test on Firefox because something might not work on Firefox like it does on most Chromium browsers. Mm -hmm. So then you have to find a workaround and all that. So it's just like it's just like an outdated um browser at this point but yeah i think i think they need to um yeah i think they need to update it. i think they probably have the the uh the manpower to do this i i just don't know what's going on behind the scenes that's preventing them to uh get on board uh, that firefox with, is a bad browser it just it literally has not received a major functionality update in 10 years yeah i yeah i don't i'll be honest like in the last 10 years Aside probably with some extensions here and there, I haven't honestly seen like any updates to it. Like not necessarily no. like, updates, updates, but let's say for example, right? So Google Chrome. Other than logo? Yeah, other than the logo yeah. and you know, some other things. Did Chrome actually updates their stuff any every now and then, right? Like not necessarily just like new themes and like settings, but you know, they do I'll, a lot of underhood stuff too. Yeah. And, and you feel it. And even the very little things, you actually feel that they're actually doing something, right? And then on some parts of it, Chrome, you know, besides from being like a memory hog, it feels that it's just like slick and smooth. You know, you know what I mean? And I mean, it, it's supposedly because it's owned by Google, duh. But you know, it just feels good to use, regardless of how much it uses. So you know, it, even even the ad block that I got, you know, if you guys know, I have a new ad block by the way. Yoink! You know, wide hardo free entertainment. You know, so my <laughs> whole <laughs> yeah. So you know. So the one thing that I would say about Firefox, though, is if it was as good, dude, even the search bar, 
if it was even like half decent as the search bar of Chrome, then I would be happy to use it. But, you know, hopefully they update it and, you know, I, I know in before it was like the major alternative to like Internet Explorer, you know, any Internet Explorer users, yo, props to you, okay? Like, you are the surviving... Support ends in two months. Get off it. Yeah, you yeah. Are, you are the surviving species that's extinct currently. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. But, yeah. Uh, What else? Yeah, I mean, that's basically it. Aside from that, man, like, I mean, dude, Microsoft's doing some things, right? They're actually you know microsoft is pushing optional types of annotations for javascript so they're they have like proposals to allow annotations to be checked by external type checkers like typescript but it it's gonna be treated like a comment or comments by the javascript engine so you know i don't think i don't know if you guys know that but so Microsoft's backing a proposal to bring optional and erasable syntax type to JavaScript, potentially making the companies, you know, ty TypeScript language, you know, build, build it like a little faster or they say easier to use, right? And they allow, you know, type annotations to be added to JavaScript codes. So... I mean, this is an intent, they say, to allow the developers to run, like, TypeScript flow over, you know, and other static typing supersets of JavaScript, right? But, you know, it remains certain, you know, there's a reasonable type, you know, large subset of language that some developers would still use, you know, and they said it, you know, last month. That they would do that but i don't really know if microsoft will save some of like you know not just you know the development for from rather their you know microsoft 11 right that's kind of i don't know you know but yeah we'll see microsoft is always like a hit and miss towards this type of stuff i guess microsoft's always been a hit or miss with things <laughs> zoom <laughs> yeah like i i just think that you know i mean you could open things up right but i mean as you know we we already talked about this and this is gonna be a based comment i guess but if you haven't actually t you know tried linux at least maybe try it a little bit and check you know how it feels right and i i know okay i know some people are you know gigachad microsoft enjoyers okay but to be honest like you don't have to because the people's worry i guess with linux is there's so much fin you know finagling is that the is that the thing like you know you mm. you you know you have to like it's a lot of maintenance for sure you definitely would have to get comfortable using a command line. Yeah. Yes. Because what... as soon as something goes wrong, whatever article you look up, it's going to tell you to open up the terminal. Yeah. Why? Okay. So let's say, for example, right? I know you guys have experience with Linux. Yeah. But mm -hmm. if you use it for basic, like, Word, Excel, online banking use, like, Linux is 
perfect at. Well, it's once you start getting into like games and you know trying to do things that it's not designed to do that you, you start getting into command line. Hmm. But even gaming on Linux now is not terrible, to be honest. Um, if you use the um, Proton Egg Roll um, GitHub project, yeah, it runs a lot of games without any issues. Um, the only reason I still have Windows dual boot it is so I could play VR. Oh, about Linux and the... like play play with Vive or something, or like like VR Chatter or Beat Saber or any of that. Yeah. Because honestly, okay, I mean, my experience about Linux is, I mean, you know, it's kind of simple, but I feel it's elegant in its own style, right? But to be honest, I see, I see a potential in it, but you know, people, I guess, are, and it's gonna be, it's gonna come back, I guess, to like the the android and apple users right i don't know about you guys but you know because you know family policy you know i'm using iphone till unfortunately but <laughs> i know a lot of people right i know a lot of people like the openness of let's say for example a samsung or an android phone right they want to like finagle it into like their own style and that and that's fine, but you don't necessarily have to, you know, do it on your phone if you're not used to it, yeah. or if you're satisfied totally with, let's say, for example, Apple's, you know, if you're satisfied with Apple's OS, then you, I don't personally think, or I personally think, you know, you're fine with it, but I guess it's a long push with Microsoft and Linux because it's a total, not it's not necessarily a total different operating system. It's just, it, you know, it's going to take time to get used to. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, UI is, um, where, where people are usually paying attention to, right? Like, so yeah. that, that's, that's why like, uh, people are comfortable with windows and Mac OS. It's just, it's just a familiar UI. People can just like navigate and know what's going to happen. Uh, or what to do. Mm -hmm. uh, Linux, you know, there's so many distros, there's so many different UIs, it's built by the community. People are uh, not going to be so inclined to to try it out. So, I mean, also, like, I don't know, Linux is just not so casual friendly. Like, it's, like, you are going to have to get comfortable there. with the command line. Yeah, it's getting there, but, like, you are going to have to use the command line to, to uh, troubleshoot something eventually, you know, especially if you're doing something that's... Go ahead my theory windows 10 support ends in two years and there's gonna be people out there with perfectly fine intel i7 7700k's not willing to to deal with the windows 11 shenanigans hmm. yeah and they're only past linux and and with steam os and uh the steam deck coming out it's a perfect opportunity for the linux market share to jump when windows 10 support ends yeah. Because all those people who are worried about like their family members not, you know, getting infected, like their grandma's PC. Like I've done this before. I put my grandma on L Ubuntu back in the day, could not tell the difference between that and Windows XP. It was perfectly fine. All I had to do was rename Google Chrome Internet Explorer, and I was good. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
if that if that was it, then I might have to do it, you know, personally. But dude, like to me, I guess, right? What's only stopping me to do Linux is you know, my editing software doesn't support it. Mm-hmm. You know, the po- you could probably emulate it for Proton or for Wine, but it gets a little tricky. Yeah. So but, uh, that's the only thing that I would, you know, possibly. I would always say if, if anyone's going to try Linux, dull boot or put it on a system that you don't really care about mm. so that you can try it out, get a feel for it, learn it. And then this way, if you need to go back to using Windows, it's not too difficult for you to go back. Because honestly, the worst part about Windows is installing it. It is terrible to install. It yeah. takes Linux is like time. put your username and password in. Okay, I'll just do all the things. Yeah, it's so easy. Yeah, Windows installers like, how much do you want us to track you? And then even if you uncheck everything, we're still going to track you. Mm-hmm. Do you agree to sell all your rights to us? <laughs> do you agree to bend over and touch your ankles? Yeah. It. Do you do you agree for free Twitch primes on your channel in exchange for your soul? Uh, no, <laughs> maybe, but dude, it's kind of monkers monk- when that actually happens, right? Like, if Linux, you know, and what Linux what won't if? put advertisements in the Explorer like when like Microsoft trying to do? Ooh, yeah, that one too. It, and th- this is just like a tinfoil hat, right? What if in 10 years, or possibly 15 years, I, I don't know, dude. What if... What if Linux actually, you know, a community of people just takes down, like, a big company? You know, could you actually imagine that? Dude, that would be actually, you know, good, like, actual good luck. Because... It already happened. Yeah. Like, there was a bunch of people that, uh, what was it? Microsoft Windows Refund Day back in the day where all the people who wanted to put Linux on their machines protested Microsoft saying that they didn't want to pay for the license keys that they were buying on new computers. That's ancient history for some. Dude, imagine, imagine, you know, paying. I mean, okay. Microsoft has to, like, you know, make money somehow so i kind of understand it right how you you know basically how you pay your employees right it's basically you know that's why a lot of systems a lot of software have you know pretty much you know personally i don't like it but i understand it that's why they shifted upon subscription type of deals not not like you know a one-time thing one-time payment some of them have shifted to like, you know, to me as a, you know, as a music person, you know, Waves, Fab Filter, you know, name, name those companies. They've actually, Slate Digital have actually switched to like subscription based fees, right? But like my main, that's not even like my main issue. My main issue is if I'm buying already a system, right? And I'm buying like this new, let's say, CPU. You know, why should I, you know, be opted upon, like, you know, be opted to like this whole to actually buy this system, you know? And it 
it pains me to, you know, admit that, you know, it kind of, not necessarily feel bad, but there's a future in Linux that, you know, people should touch. And I just, you know, hope that people could actually give it a ch chance. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's something somebody, everyone should try to experience once. I mean, a lot of people hear the word Linux and they just they cringe because they automatically think it's difficult because they just they think blinking command line and they think back to the old days of DOS. Yeah. And it's like it's not always the case anymore. Um it, a lot of distros like Linux Mint and stuff like that are really simple and easy to use and for the most part don't require you to open up the terminal. The mm. stuff just works TM. Um some distros have gotten really good at that. Some of them are still back in the day. I mean, mm -hmm. you want to be a hardcore, uh, you know, Linux gigachad, you, you go run Arch Linux because you can't even install the operating system without touching the command line. <laughs> you know, it's but like things like Ubuntu, you put the USB stick in and it's just like, OK, yes, yes, yes. Username, password. Have a nice day. We'll do everything else. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The yeah. worst comes to worst, I can just open, you know, command and then do slash a underscore you know, hsref, and then just put in, you know, downbad.com for, like, you know, all those subscription. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> but but Im imagine actually doing that. But, you know, I mean, there, there's a chance, right? So hopefully, you know, they give it an actual chance. But, like, we, well, you know, yo, go. Well, what? What distros do you recommend, Zinuman? For like for, uh, starters, for people who are starting off, uh, Linux Mint, Pop OS, um, Kubuntu. Uh, if you want a, a KDE version of Ubuntu, um, Lubuntu. If you need something lightweight for something that's very old, um, Pop OS is pretty good though, and and so is Linux Mint. Linux like Linux Mint and Pop OS would be the first go tos for a beginner, I would think. Yep. Yeah, I've heard uh, uh, Linux Mint is really good. I haven't tried it though. I've uh, mostly messed with Manjaro, KDE Plasma. Manjaro is kind of kind of a more advanced. You're talking Arch. When you're Ooh. talking Manjaro, you're talking yeah. basically Arch. Um, so you jumped right into the, the like one of the most difficult Linux operating <laughs> systems. Used to. is nice, but it's very bleeding edge, um, which for better or worse, could be good. It could be bad um, because you're you're on the bleeding edge of the kernel. You're on the bleeding edge of packages. Uh, stuff like Pop OS and Linux are kind of based on Ubuntu, which they tend to keep their packages older because they're more stable and they validate them like very aggressively. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, though, if you're looking for things like, oh, I want Wallpaper Engine to work with KDE, yeah, yeah, no, you're you're jumping up the bleeding edge if you want something like Wallpaper Engine on Linux. Yeah, um, definitely. I figured I figured that out, dude. Manjaro is just like very advanced compared. Yeah, I, and I should have definitely started with like something on Ubuntu because they have like the most support. Yeah, they're probably gonna be the best bet. Is and uh, even regular Ubuntu can be kind of difficult to use nowadays. Um, they've kind of given up a little bit with the the UI, which is kind of what made them big and famous in the first place and put their name out there was that they were very user-friendly. Their UI was very user-friendly. 
Yep. Uh, but they've kind of fallen behind the lovers like Linux Mint and Pop OS. Um, so that's why I would say Linux Mint or Pop OS if, if getting, you know, started or dipping your feet in into the pool. Yeah. yeah. I remember using Ubuntu when I was in high school. And my, what's a lot different now? I can tell you that. Dude, like, yeah. that was like 10, 15 years ago, I guess. But I don't know, dude. It feels that I might actually give it a shot, you know, if I, you know, if there's a partition that I could do. Or let's say, for example, I'll just buy a new SSD, you know, slap it in there, and mm -hmm. then bam, you know, you know. I would always recommend a separate drive nowadays just because Windows bootloader or the Windows bootloader is a little weird about things like that. Yeah. Um, but um, you could always put it on another partition too. Sometimes that's fine, but Windows bootloaders tend to tend to fight the Linux one. Yeah. And that whole UEFI BIOS nonsense. Anyways. Yeah. But at least you yeah, don't hack and push. I, I would recommend a separate drive or, or separate PC for it if you're testing it out. Yeah. You could also always run it in a virtual machine if you have a powerful enough computer. Run it in a virtual machine. Test it out. Mm. Yeah, that's why like I've four done. gigs of RAM run Linux. <laughs> so even if you only have like 16 gigs of RAM in your PC and like a, a four or eight core processor, you just give it half of what you have in your system and then put it in there and it's at least usable and you can at least kind of feel around a little bit. Yeah. So I might actually, you know, give it a shot, you know, speaking Use of virtual box for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, speaking of like technology side of things, boys, like three days ago, have, have you actually seen the, the 3090 Ti drop? Like that's actually like trash, insane. Yeah, but like, dude, like thirty ninety Ti and how bulky it is, right? Okay, and how how people say that, dude, the thirty ninety Ti requires one thousand watts of power to just you know boot it up, dude. I'm running on seven fifty, I think. And you know my my thirty seventy is fine. You know I'm I'm fine with thirty seventy, right? Keck, but you know, I mean. Yeah. Disclaimer about Linux users: if you're an NVIDIA user, uh, just know that NVIDIA wants to tell you to go fuck yourself. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like, so like for me, when I saw that and how big it was, like. You, you can't just buy a 3090 Ti. It seems Did that... you look at the price tag for it, too? Dude, it's like 2K something, right? It's at least 2K. And that's before you put in aftermarket. Like uh, vendor cards. Like MSI and Asus, who put an additional amount on top of that. Yeah. It's like... Dude. It's 2K oh. for, like, that one, right? And the just, whole just imagine, sorry, it's fine, fine. Like, just imagine, dude, that you have, you know, you have to buy a new, you know, possibly, right? You have to buy a new case, maybe, 
then you have to do you know you have to build everything again of course and then afterwards like 3090 ti who you know i mean you would need something that you know would justify you to get the 3090 ti which for me i don't know man i don't necessarily think that i would you know i mean just I'm just imagining this, right? If you go to the, you know, 4,000 4, series, how much power do you actually need then? They're actually saying the 4,000 series, like graphics cards might pull up to like 600 or 700 watts on their own. Like, it's, oh it's, my it's God. fucking insane. They're like power supply companies right now are like, uh, might need to make more powerful power supplies. <laughs> Dude, Cor um, dude, Corsair, yo, Corsair, okay, and if and, and you know, only go up like fifteen hundred watts, and they cap out there. So, like, if you're trying to pair like a four thousand series graphics card with a fifty nine fifty X, yeah, good luck. Yeah, trust me, even my system is built bad for it because I've I've got a fifty nine fifty X and I've got a fifty seven hundred XT, but you know, still. Yeah, I was like, you know, maybe I should buy you. If that happens, maybe I should buy a UPS, but I don't necessarily think that, you know, that I would be needing more luck, but good luck with it. You should never buy a UPS for a gaming PC. It's not worth it. You do not want a battery backup for a gaming PC because you're talking about ones that need to be able to handle like 1500 watt peak loads without tripping. And once you get into that, you're talking like $300 for a battery. Yeah. It's like... If not more. Yeah, I think that 3090 Ti is just like, possibly, I don't know, maybe a cash grab? Maybe. But I don't know about you guys. Grievous, you had something to say a while ago? Uh, no, I, I don't... I don't think so, but I was gonna, I do want to say I do have a UPS though. <laughs> but it came with my internet service, so they like just gave it to me. So I was like, oh, that's useful. <laughs> I think you know because I use it for work as well, so that might be why. I don't know. Yeah, I I do that. I have my work stuff on UPS, but that's mostly low power stuff. I'm not. Oh, uh, okay. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> So, are you recommending a car battery instead to power a GPU now? <laughs> or I don't know, I'm getting it's basically what a UPS is. It's basically a car battery. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like imagine, right? Like this is the future that we're talking about usually, right? We, I mean, we talked about like past and shit. Like, dude, the the future, unironically, you know. It's like good luck because you're gonna need more and more shit that you know. You know, I mean, I I know the Offering meme that the service. I know the meme that you know just just be rich forehead or just have money to burn forehead. Also, but, you know, hardware as a service. Yeah, like a, a lot of you know hardware companies would possibly you know. Sorry. Cars. Yeah. It was an article I read like the other day. So like an Audi, uh, the HVAC system was disabled because they didn't purchase that feature with the vehicle, even though it's already built into it. Yeah, 
I mean, Tesla users, good good chat, I guess. <laughs> Tesla users, giga chat, I guess, but yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, is there anything that we need that you guys want to talk about on the technology side of things, or you know, because I know Zuman, you said you had you had news a while ago that you want to talk. I, yeah, about. Yeah, I, I have some some more news that's developing in the the cybersecurity space. Ooh. Um, that that's kind of fun. Uh, that lapsus group that's been running around, uh, that is just killing it, man. I, I they're they're doing great. Um, a lot of what they're doing is they're bribing employees at companies to basically give them the VPN or remote access into the corporate networks so that they can uh basically start leaking source code and that's how like uh bing maps and bing and all that was leaked from microsoft it was like 37 gigs of source code um nvidia had a large leak uh who else was hit um uh, there's another report out today that apple and meta were giving out user data to hackers who used forged uh legal requests i think uh like Globan? freedom of information act Globant, Microsoft, Samsung, I think. Yep, Samsung, I think, was also hit. Sweet. There's a couple of them. Wow. That's crazy. Like the, the, It's social engineering at its finest, and they are... The, some of them have been arrested, but it's just going. And uh, it, it's a scary world we live in because your data with a company is only as secure as the employees that work there. Mm. It takes one person to just be like, yeah, here's my VPN access. Send me a free Bitcoin and I'm going on vacation. And, uh, you know, your data's out there. I mean, don't, don't worry. You know, every one of us, you know, we're affiliates on Twitch. So if Twitch leak happens, you know, I mean, <laughs> yes, yeah, Twitch leaks happen. Yeah. 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 Did that happen? Yeah, did you? Yeah. I was gonna ask, didn't that happen already? All of it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of it well, leaked. Yeah, it's like you know. I mean, technically, you know. I don't want to hear it. Number ninety thousand six hundred and seventy-one. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, if they happen to like leak it, you know. Hey, by the way, uh, Frank freaking Wolf, you're actually the you know, the five hundred thousand you know, and the basically. The almost, you know, two percentile of this company. So I'm like, yo, no shit. No, but honestly, dude, like, it's cybersecurity is, you know, kind of what I wanted to like get into almost, right? There, it mm. imagine like banks, right? Banks hire a lot of like those ones. And cybersecurity, cybersecurity is a very high-paying job. You can make a yeah. lot of money doing it. Just so that if a breach ever happens to that company, though, like they usually clear house. So if you work yeah. in cybersecurity, you got to be good at jumping, jumping from job to job. Yeah, you'll make good money, but it's high risk, high reward. Yeah, it's like you know you could earn like four to six thousand. You know, not even but. No, you can probably make six, like 70 thousand working on cybersecurity. 60 to like 70, like a year, even. You know, just like a regular occurrence, you know, like. 
I turned oh. down the cybersecurity job. Wait, why? Why? Because I live in the fucking mountains, dude. <laughs> so I turned it down because, like, I was like, listen, like, I appreciate it. And I know it'd be good. But, like, at the same time, though, if, you know, this company decides to leak stuff on the Internet next week, I, you know, I'm going to be out of job. And I work in an area where there aren't many tech companies. Yeah. It's like, and yes, can't you just remote work? Sure. But do you know how many of those companies that are offering remote positions say they're offering remote positions and then you apply and then they're like, well, actually it's a hybrid model and we'd like to see you in the office at least 50% of the week. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and it's like, yep, yeah, but it's a remote. Yeah. I mean, I work from home, but like, that's the problem with the you know, applying to places like that. Yeah. Because usually I would feel that it feels to me, per se, right, that I want to, let's say, for example, you know, work from that. But, like, dude, imagine 70, 70K a year, and then the next year you're like, poof, bye-bye, you know. There's a bitch yeah. that happened, poof, bye-bye, we need a new one. So... You know, uh, and then you got interviewed to a new one, and you just ask, uh, so why did you leave your last job? And like, you know, basically a breach <laughs> happened, and you know, okay, we're not getting this guy, definitely. Yeah, the old <laughs> chopping block. Yeah, that's another thing is you have to kind of have a built up resume for that too, because like, yeah. So why did you leave your last job? Uh, no one to talk about. It's complicated. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, like it, it's like actual luck that you would need. To actually find a new job so i feel like you'd yeah. have to overcomplicate the reason to like tiptoe around the reason why you got fired yeah. it's <laughs> very it's very high risk high reward to work in cyber security you can make some really good money doing it but yes yeah. you will be absolutely potentially jumping from job to job or working a ton of overtime to keep stuff secure yeah so, like, and then at the same time nothing's ever secure because your security is only as strong as your employees yeah Yep. It takes one employee to click a phishing link or one employee to just be like, yeah, here's my login credentials. Yeah, and you wouldn't think people would do that, but they do. It happens. It happens. Because <laughs> you're going to be... Call up a, you call up someone and you say, hey, I'm from the IT department. Is the system working slow for you? And then be like, oh, yeah, no. Can you just log into this uh, website and let me, you know, let me know if you are able to log into it? And then they type in their credentials and boom, they're in the system. That's there's all some social engineering needs to do. It's super simple. There's some crazy phishing attempts. Like at my work, there's some people that will pretend to be like our CEO yeah, or like yep. yeah, like like some of our employees. And yeah, we we just we're we're trained really strictly to just not even like touch any links. And if some, like some social engineers will even go on LinkedIn and find employee names. Yeah. And and probably oh, impersonate, yes. Like it gets really intense. Like, for example, on LinkedIn, my job title is not exactly what I do on purpose because this way, if they email somebody like HR, they're not going to be able to impersonate my title in the company in a phishing email or mm. anything like that. Uh, it, it should hopefully stand out to somebody who works internally that it's not 
that person probably. Yeah, like but, like social engineering is crazy easy to do. All the information's out there on the internet. Dude, imagine yeah. and like, then public Facebook profiles. You got all you need. Imagine exactly. if your reason of being fired is like or being laid off is like yeah, well actually, you know, Amazon closed down and <laughs> they 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 the former company, you know, that I work, namely Amazon closed down, so yeah, you know, I got into the chopping block and damn, you know. <laughs> Speaking of Amazon, uh, the workers in New York City unionized for Amazon today. Yeah. That one too. That I heard I heard that too. So that's kind of big cuz here that is very big for Amazon because Amazon is very anti-union, mm -hmm. and and any any um, right to work state where they can fire you for any reason, they'll just cite a safety reason and let you know. It's like if they think you're union, yeah, it's like you and suck. You can do nothing to fight it. It's it's just a little. When I saw that news, I was like, Amazon union. I was very happy for them. I was proud for them. I was yeah. like, good job. How did you manage that? It's like I, I don't see this in the same sentence. <laughs> to, to, no. to be honest with you, it's like Amazon Union, huh? It's like it though for workers especially, right? Cause let's be honest, Amazon workers, good luck. So I mean, this is not my own personal story. So I have a friend Amazon pays well, but they're they're so anal about timing mm -hmm. the peeing in the bottle was a legitimate thing dude so legitimate. it yeah, it no happens to my friend because he he's like an amazon employee working for the tech side of things right and for like days he would be on call like there's an actual pager for him yep and it's mind you it's like an extra day that you work for a week, right? You're in a 24-hour pager. Basically, you know, anything goes. If it doesn't, if you don't answer, it goes to your manager. If it doesn't have, if the manager doesn't happen to answer, it goes to the next manager. And then... That's pretty up, common for IT, though. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, would I actually work for this? I'm like, yeah, nah. It's like good, good luck, cause I prefer to be honest with you. I prefer to be off at least two days, you know, possibly three, you know. But dude, it, it it's kind of like too much, you know. But good luck with it. So yeah, I, mean, I worked I worked for Amazon in the warehouse, and it's no joke what people say. Like it's the the rates that they push people to is. It leaves absolutely no room for error. Yeah, you usually have to clock in from like your your fifteen minute or go back on the floor from your fifteen minute breaks like a minute early because you have to account for that walking time. Mm -hmm. uh, which you know, some could argue about that being a labor violation, but you know, like, and then on top of that, once you are back out there, you know, like there is no time to piss. Like you, you are absolutely just going, and if you work as safe as they want you to. You're gonna use every single ounce of that time that they give you working. Yeah. Now you could speed up and work a little bit more unsafe and then maybe have time to piss, but you know. 
it's like that's yeah, wild warehouse jobs man it's like it's crazy almost applied to it you know good thing i you know in shape yeah that that's that's the thing right it gets you in shape because right now 100%. you know i'm five five seven five eight and i'm 175 and i'm considered overweight so there's kind of like that but like i don't know man we'll see so Sorry, how tall are you five seven five eight yeah i did okay i know i'm small <laughs> considered to like any standards so yeah i'm six foot two giga chads in here he, he's tall for his heritage <laughs> to, my, to my kind <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, like i mean i apologize but like sure you know but jumping on so you know we don't get you know we'll have more fun boys dude so twitch new stuff which you know unironically you know zinuman said yes so i'm like yes let's go dude twitch suspends by the way you know twitch no the greatest company ever you know doesn't leak anything doesn't do anything bad you know doesn't leak my information to to, to anyone right i'm the five, Never. 500 uh, 500,000 you know streamer in the whole world dude aside from leaking payouts motherfuckers actually suspend the boost train because accidentally a porn was added to the front page <laughs> yeah i think that's awesome that, that's some like old 4chan rating stuff uh, dude, that's 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 the old internet i remember yeah yeah because mind you right so i mean let's be honest it, it was a widely criticized thing because it's super 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 advantageous for like larger streamers to like you know boost their stream right but for us you know smaller streamers you know good luck but like you know what's more is like twitch takes the money from the boost right yeah and then it you know it just so happened <laughs> it just so happened that a porn was actually went like it went through Twitch and it got the boosted feature, so yeah, you're not surprised. Is it? Does anybody remember YouTube porn raids, dude? There was a specific day a year where people would just upload a ton of porn to YouTube. Yeah, dude. I I'll be honest, boys, 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 boys. Oh my age. There what? <laughs> No, dude, there was a, old man. <laughs> no, there was a time where you could actually search for hentai porn or like any kind of porn just on the, the YouTube standpoint. And freely you could actually watch it and you know, no one will actually bring it down. It's like free porn. I think and, the first time I seen hentai was on YouTube, honestly. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I mean, I didn't jack off with. Was it, it the Teen Titans one? Okay. Frank, don't cap like that, dude. It it wasn't even the Teen Titans one. 
you know, possibly Dragon Ball Z, but like I, I mean, but <laughs> but to be honest, they gotta collect all the balls. Yeah, gotta collect all the balls, buddy. But you know that that's the first time I've actually discovered porn. It's like yo, YouTube, right? I'm I'm just like you know. Regular guy, you know, searching for episodes of like some, I don't know, because anime, anime was still a thing, you know, back when you were, you know, in their puberty, you know, younger years, right? But like, dude, I, I just happened to like, you know, found porn on YouTube. Just happened, by the way, because it was, you know, the, you know, the the YouTube thing where they have, you know, a recommended kind of videos for you to watch and it so happened that it was like that so hey props to youtube that they actually cleaned house at least on that but oh no it's still there i'm sure if you look hard enough in youtube you can find it probably probably you know guarantee it i i'm I'm trying to like juice up youtube there's also the the unlisted section oh yeah that one too no i'm i'm trying to you know make my brand look good so at least you know at least if like i got cash a app sponsor this dude yeah like hope cash up cash up and stake would actually sponsor sponsor us if you type you know exclamation mark squad w in chat you know listen there's if a link sponsors you up longer gifting subs yeah. i can't stand gamba content <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i mean you know cash it's so so much pain on the walls hey Just watch me Cash up. I'm just gonna say my the podcast is it's more consistent than Scuff podcast. Okay, maybe you sponsor us. Hey, Cash up. Brilliant. Hello. I'm just saying I'm more consistent than Cash up. I'm not not Cash up. Scuff podcast. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's been kind of nice. I haven't had that date scuffpod.org in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe I should do verpod.org. I don't know, but. One of the things is, I bet you it's taken. Someone's registering it right now. God damn it! Yeah, because the initial pod, the the initial freaking title for this podcast was actually taken. So, in due respect, I didn't want to yoink it. So, yeah. Um, dude, imagine Twitch publicizing, you know. And let's be honest, right? If you type, you know, this is this is a a platform. Right when you type "I'm 12" and like any Twitch chat, like you freaking get banned, right? <laughs> like no cap. Pl- please, please, okay, please. Anyone who listens to this, please don't try it. Okay, I'm begging you. Okay, I don't. I, we, you know, we already don't have viewers. You. Okay, we don't. We already don't have viewers. Okay, <laughs> so hey, we 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 need all the viewers we could get. Please don't type "I'm 12" in Twitch chat. Like your so, account gets banned, right? Like from Twitch itself. Yep. yep. Yeah. And it gets permit, by the way. Not just banned. That's because of that meme. I'm pretty sure that meme of I'm 12 and what is it started on Twitch a yeah. long time ago. Basically. So. Oh, yeah. Dude, like from a meme that you could get banned, right? Dude, like think about it this way. Dude, from banning those I'm 12 people and you have porn and your freaking front front page, good luck with it. 
Or you know, banana floaty hot tub streams. Yeah, like, I mean, okay, let's be honest, you know, there's a lot more problems in this platform, you know, that we won't actually say, because number oh, one, there... Uh, I mean... <laughs> I'll be honest that, you know, I've already seen a private video, you know, yoink free, by the way, easy clap. <laughs> <laughs> never sub, never paid, free entertainment, buddy. Didn't even pay... <laughs> I mean, I mean, everyone at this point has already seen, you know, one part of it, so not your loss. But I mean, honestly, dude, like Twitch in itself is becoming more, not necessarily as a joke, but it just feels that, you know, we need, no, it's a joke. we need a little bit more that, you know, I mean, I get it. Twitch, you want to make money, right? But at least, you know. At least have a little bit of a, you know, a blanket where, hey, this is not allowed, you know, we, we're giving you this feature, you know, pay to win system, by the way, but we're giving you this feature, like, we know what's going to happen, don't abuse it, but, you know, this shit happens, so, I don't know, man, we'll see. Speaking of bands, you want to talk about Destiny? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so, because... The other, okay, I'll be honest. I'm trying to be a cozy guy here, isn't he, man? He's mm, in the white you man. Get, you want to get spicy? You want to get all spicy? Uh, two a.m. I mean, if it was after hours, I would agree, but only if Grievous agree, agrees with it. So, you know, at least I'm not the only one. I but, I'm not gonna talk about it, but uh, I don't know what happened really. Okay, fine. Go. <laughs> uh, Destiny was banned by Twitch, uh, apparently permanently, for uh, transphobic content or transphobic comments that he uh, apparently has made. But um, it's something that in the past he's talked about trans right issues a lot and been actually pretty supportive of trans rights activists. Um, but he does always argue and, and um, you know what's the word i'm looking for he always converses a lot on those topics and states his you know points and, and arguments and and um conclusions of how he got there and, and usually provides facts and evidence behind it but um you know a lot of a couple of people are pretty mad about this like louis rossman deleted his twitch chat stream um for a youtube video he actually recorded him deleting his channel um but um yeah it's it's something that's like okay destiny does a lot of conversations and some of them a lot of them are controversial but he he usually does try to approach a lot of his discussions in a more of an academic manner yeah where he, he talks it out and and usually tries to provide it with fact you know back that up with facts and evidence so, like, why permanently ban someone, you know, over a comment like that where, you know, maybe slipped up once or something like that. And it's bound to happen, you know, over, what, 10 years plus he's been streaming. Um, you know, just make an apology video and get on with it. Mm. Whereas people like MRF and, you know, Linity have been banned, like, almost 50 times and are still here. Grievous? The, the inconsistency and in, uh, in bans with Twitch. Is a is an interesting topic. 
you know what? Before I I turn this to Grievous, I'll just say this, okay? Destiny got banned for you know saying those stuff, okay? But somebody that's called you know somebody got revoked their perma ban on Twitch, and they just threatened to, to you know to self harm and you know kill anyone in Twitch yeah, HQ, yeah. HQ, and it got reversed. So hey, yeah. you know, hey Twitch, you know, squad freaking W, okay. If it was if it was a man, I'll tell you I'll tell you right now. If it was a man, they'll perma ban that person in a heartbeat. But since and it was a woman, never been back. Yeah, one hundred percent. There you I go. Agree with you. One hundred percent. It's definitely a squad W. Um, it's definitely a, a, a you know, it's it's definitely a bit of bias with Twitch, where like you said, yeah, that one person threatened to. Uh, do extreme violence on the Twitch HQ, and they were unbanned within a week, and that was a perma. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, definitely a bit weird with the inconsistencies of bans. Um, we still don't even know to this day why Doctor Disrespect was banned. <laughs> you know, but well, that never true. got reversed. Um, you know, it, it, it it's there's a lot of inconsistencies, like the MRF. And and Alinity are good examples too, where they've had full on nudity slips multiple times, sometimes on purpose, mm-hmm. just to just to get the the popularity and the viewership. And their bands get undone and 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 reversed. But you know, it, it's it's definitely a lot of inconsistencies with bands and Twitch. Kind of just does it, it, Twitch. I think bands based on what the business impact is. If the business impact is high, they undo it. You know, um, somebody like Destiny will just go to YouTube and be on with their live. They won't make a big deal out of it. Mm. Whereas, like, and they were to media. But then, you know, uh, a streamer like Alinity or Amarav gets banned and it's all over Kotaku. And they all unbanned them just to, just to get the PR to go away. So, I don't know. Grievous? Like, there really hasn't been a lot of talk about the Destiny ban, I think, in the media either. Yeah, I, I, I don't really follow that stuff too much, but yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I wonder what, like, process Twitch is going through to like determine these bans. Like, are they do, do they have just like a small talk with a group of people, a certain like um, department in the company, or, or are they having like town hall meetings where you know more people have more say? Like it, it's it's weird. The legal and PR department before it's done, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 yeah it's I don't know. I don't know, man. It definitely seems crooked, and like it is. I don't know. Some things it, it's very pick and choose, and it seems like it depends on who's working that day. <laughs> I don't know, right? Like, it's weird. It's really weird. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean. Most of it, it's like Twitch staff, right? I mean, some of them, you know, as far as I know, and as far as I remember, some of them don't even watch the platform, and some of them don't even know, like, Twitch emotes, like, try hard, you know, or come on, bro. And it, it seems to me that if you're working for a company, you would know what come on bro 
is actually, you know, what it's actually meant or like what tryhard actually is, right? But honestly, you know, with the bans and inconsistencies, I won't be even surprised if I get banned on the platform and it, if it's permanent, you know? And I mean, I won't be surprised if any person gets, you know, a sudden three-day ban, you know? But, you know, for them, it's just like a break. For me, it's, you know, it's not necessarily like everything, but, you know, it is what it is. But that's another thing. For you, it might not be. Sorry? Forget about it. That's another thing. If you're a smaller stream and you get banned, forget about it. You're not getting it appealed. Yeah. Like, honestly, forget about it, right? Previously, we were saying something? Yeah, I was saying, like, you're probably not going to get that three day ban you're probably gonna get banned for good yeah too. like yeah. i also wonder like how many bans are just done automated right and no one from twitch even sees like the appeals or anything like that right yeah because because so. remember like i think this is also like a problem within some of the gaming communities right so also clips out of context when the reports are sent yep so think about it this way so a lot of like gaming um gaming bans regardless of what happens right let's say for example rocket league league of legends apex legends or anything right if you do it in voice in like voice chat like if you really like you know do chatting and you're in like the chat you literally get banned for like saying some some stuff right and some of them you know don't even know the context maybe you know somebody is really you know i don't know check check your paypal or was running it down so hard but dude like it's actually crazy that there are some automated bands i wish you know everyone had like a possible not not necessarily platform but they have like a dialogue with them so yeah i wish that an actual appeal process yeah because it's like, you know, there has to be a council that's looking after us. And the problem is, you know, what is, you know, what's their actual purpose? What's actually happening, right? So, you know what? It all makes sense. Twitch HQ is just ran by Jackax. No way. If you're a RuneScape player, you know that reference. <laughs> no way bad chest anyway so the last one that only we, the last one that we're going to talk about is you know uh on twitch twitter right on twitch twitter dude they're actually doing a lot of like other stuff which is they're dude they have new categories which is i don't know how they're doing it there's actual new categories. So one, there's, you know, the silent reading category, right? And then there's the pizza time category, which is, you know, you're making pizza, you eat pizza and, you know, deliver pizza, dress like a pizza. Why not just call it the cooking category though? We'll get to that later on. And then there's also a new category, which is the character creation category the chores category 
which is if you know chores odd jobs and errands category you know hey i'm doing dishes i'm doing laundry or i'm grocery shopping i'm vacuuming hey, it's your uber driver yeah and then there's one where it's literally just chat not even just chatting it's you know just chat so you know it's let it lets you connect to your communities let's say so i mean i don't know man like there's a lot okay hear me out you want you want to know a hot take this is going to be the new the pizza time specifically i'm betting it right now okay 10 gifted subs on any channel that you know that you actually you guys like that pizza time will be the new artifact section I'm not even kidding you. It's going to be in the new artifact section. Pizza time, you'll just, you know, see movies in there, like freaking MasterChef or like, I don't know what weeb animes you you want to watch, but there's going to be a whole new movie section in there. Or is going to be a dead section. It sounds pointless, to be honest. Yeah, like, it's one of the most, you know, it's gonna be one of the most annoying categories because and the ever chatting category is redundant yeah the you know you have you already have the just chatting one you already have like you know you already have let's say for example the cooking time what dude i don't need to know what kind of thing you're cooking i just want to see you cook but if you're cooking pizza why does it have to be specifically pizza y you guys know what i mean like what if i'm but cooking I, I, burrito I, I enchilada or like yeah. fuck i i don't know what if i'm it's cooking tacos type shit. yeah like <laughs> it's actually a pizza no time's gonna have 90 day fiance on repeat all right Okay, boys, you know what I'm going to do, you know, streaming Ninth Day Fiance, you know, for a 24-hour subathon <laughs> on the pizza time section, you know, fuck it, but we're breaking it in. Yeah. I understand the cooking category because then you're pulling all those cooking streams out of just chatting, so that, that makes sense. Um, And then, you know, uh, the whisper reading gets the ASMR chatters also out of the just chatting section. So it is cleaning up that just chatting section because right now it's just a mosh pit of all kinds of just nonsense. Like there's, you know, 90% boobs flopping out just chatting streams. And then there's some that are cooking streams and some that are ASMR. And then maybe just genuine nice people talking somewhere in the corner. <laughs> yeah it's like one podcast <laughs> yeah dude there's one second Ten viewer gang uh, <laughs> one second uh can you stall for me um it's grievous what's your favorite position like like sex wise <laughs> We're, uh... okay dude <laughs> <laughs> That's where my head instantly went. Is that what we're talking about? You told me stall. Uh, this is content. I think. Uh, what, what's that position? 
where you're it's like mis- missionary but you have their legs like together like this up going straight in the sky <laughs> you, you close it up <laughs> you know what i mean no one know that one that one's my favorite what you're talking about <laughs> yeah you, you do a missionary it's, it's wide open at first and then you close them up and then you hold the ankles you ever go dolphining dolphining what's that what what's dolphining dude what is that what the hell it's when they're laying down on their belly and you're just on top like flopping like a dolphin oh like on like on yeah behind them yeah that that one's always so awkward i always feel like i'm hurting her you know what i mean dude i mean <laughs> what, what, what if one time like you're having you know you're having sex and you know you're fi- you're fingering something but you accident you accidentally felt a ball sack what would you actually <laughs> do oh no man it's like, because like if you get aggressive if you get, if you get if you get like angry it's weird it's like right you're actually like, you feel you feel like uh i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels you, weird. Like you, you know, you're, you're actually fingering, and you think it's a G spot, but you actually felt that it was a ball sack. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It's a bit longer than coming. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. The stalling part. I, I asked for permission, and I got denied. So, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, like splitting. You know, I don't necessarily think that splitting a lot of, like, these things actually needs to happen. Because you can only do so much, right? Like, it's so annoying. Plus, let's be honest. Discovery on Twitch is actually already terrible. What makes you think... What makes you think that it's gonna break into, like, you know, some streamers actually breaking out of the pizza section or the reading silently section like what's gonna happen to that you know like the only thing the only logical thing that i'm thinking of is they just do it because you know a a lot of other people cried about it and they just want to do it because you know some people wanted it that's all that's all that I can think of. But honestly, dude, I think the just chatting, like I said, I think it needs to be cleaned up a little bit. So I agree with some of it. Some of it, yes. Like pulling the cooking out of it and, and pulling ASMR out of it makes sense. But <laughs> yeah, pizza time makes no sense. I, I guarantee that's gonna be ninety day fiance in Gordo streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. That's hundred percent a guarantee. Hassan will be yeah. streaming there. Dude, like <laughs> imagine imagine, right? The discovery on Twitch is actually already trash that you have to make it that, you know, a new section so you'll be less discoverable to to all channels. But to be fair, okay, to be fair on Twitch, maybe, maybe, okay, that this only, you know, me, you know, with a glass half full is maybe there's a point where there's actually people who actually cooks all of pizza on something right maybe you know possibly there's a raw egg pizza with this you know with 
peppers and I I, I don't know dude I, I know I'm I'm trying to Twitch help Twitch help us a little bit here you know, you know what I mean but yeah I mean if anything I wasn't even contacted on the podcast section when they're actually promoting podcasts so you know hey good for you Twitch but yeah any last words before we take off mm. I don't know. Do you balls. guys think balls? Yeah, and cock, ball sack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, Groovers. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think that Twitch is actually going to implement like some kind of algorithm for discovery for other channels? They they sort of have. I've been kind of seeing this thing where if you're watching a streamer in the bottom left, it'll have like recommended channels that viewers also watch, and that. I think is about as close as they've gotten to that in a while um, where it's kind of discovering some of the smaller channels closer to the streamer you're watching. Um, but uh, as far as the main page and categories and sections go, no, I mean, you're talking about <clears throat> like <sighs> the best thing that people can do is just sort by lowest view count, the highest and try to find somebody in there that's small enough and try to support them. But, it's honestly though you're you're uh <laughs> you're uh you're pretty much um you know leaving it to the users at that point and twitch isn't going to recommend the lowest view count channels by default so i i'm not really sure what else they could really do yeah i i, I just think like that re recommended section will get um built out a little bit better if anything you know that's the best thing they've come up with so far. You know yeah. what I want them to actually do is okay, the you know, let's say for example, right? The let's say you know, this are the people that also watches or not people, but let, let's say train wrecks, let's say TV viewers also watch like this this kind of like person, right? You know what I want them to like do is dude, these are the members in the community that actually streams. And you know, cause we already have the auto host, but auto host doesn't do much because nobody actually goes to your you know to those channels. What they actually do is it's just an auto host, right? Cause you know. You got forwarded there for some reason, right? But if there's an actual thing where, you know, you kind of make it into a point where, hey, these are the people that stream in there and, you know, in this communities, then that should be good. Because let's say, for example, right? Even like small partners. By small partners, it's like seven, 75 to like, 200 viewer average then at least it could possibly funnel it down but that's the best that you could do right because let's say for example if necessarily the newman viewers don't enjoy let's say my content then they'll probably go f right but like for let's say offline lurkers and offline people but you you know you have chatterino it's gonna be probably useless so you know 
I don't necessarily think that there should there would be a thing. Although, okay. Although, let's say for example, if what happens is they make they make it into a point where hey, Twitch becomes a search engine, right? Like YouTube. Because let's say, for example, in itself, the Twitch could be a search engine. And a lot, a lot of these things, right? A lot of these things is unfortunately, you know, not searchable. Because if, let's say, for example, right? If you go to like Twitch.tv right now, and then let's say, for example, you go to twitch.tv and then you search, let's say, very pog, right? My, you know, I mean, my channel could pop up in there, but like there's, you know, there's other things that could honestly pop up. Verpog, yes. Verpog person or like Verpog1 or Verpog underscore blah, 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 blah. Then that could be a thing. But like search engines i felt kind of work if it's like shorts but if it's a vod kind of like platform i don't necessarily think it would happen so yeah did you see that shroud just subscribe yeah dude shroud su shroud subscribe dude shroud coming train rex tv shroud subscribe dude honestly man that's actually really good you know but yeah, very podcast. That's very podcast episode thirty-two. Okay, please, please, please do. Uh, the the best birthday present I could ever ask from everyone is please follow give the sub to Frank freaking Wolf. Uh, not even dude. Like on Any Prime, <laughs> Twitch Primers, Twitch Wimes, Tier Ones. Uh, any, any oil princes? Any cash app sponsorships? No, I'm kidding. But like, please, please, please. Uh, you don't have to give us up to me, but please follow the boys, okay? Follow the boys. Follow Zenuman, okay? Follow Zenuman. It's Z N E U M A N N, okay? Z N E U M A N N on Twitch. Please follow him. You know he. He does a lot of RTS games and, you know, he plays with his community as well. So please do, please, 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 please follow him. And yeah, follow Grievous as well. Dude, this motherfucker, I admire him because, you know, he just, he just does his own thing. And he does Apex. He does a lot, you know, he does a lot of code, sometimes coding on stream, right? He does... You know, just chatting and please, 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 please do follow Grievous, okay? Twitch.tv slash Grievous G R I E V X U S, okay? Please, S, okay? G R I E V X U S, okay? Please follow them, okay? And follow the new man, follow Grievous. I appreciate this, boys, okay? And yeah. I mean, that's actually. Fuck you, Bishop. <laughs> that's actually it. So that's Vera Podcast episode 32. And I'll see you General boys. Grievous. I'll see you boys <laughs> in the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Vera Podcast. If you want to catch it live, 
please don't forget to follow twitch.tv slash frankfickenwolf. The podcast is held on that channel every Friday, 9.30pm PST. Also, please don't forget to leave a review. It helps the discovery a lot on all platforms such as Spotify, Google Play, and Apple. Hope you enjoyed your time, and until next time, peace.